Hey ghoulies, just wanted to give you a quick heads up that we will be taking a short hiatus from the podcast for a few weeks. Rest assured, we will be returning very soon with our month on senses. Be sure to listen to the rest of our episodes and check back frequently for updates. And while you wait, please listen to our latest episode wrapping up the month of February. Right now. Don't click away. Just stay right where you are. It's about to start. Hello. Hi, ghoulies. Welcome to the latest episode of the Real Ghouls podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Amy Lee. And I'm Debbie. And before we start the episode, I want to take a second to apologize (laughs) for our tardiness on last week's episode. Life happens and we didn't get around to posting it. (laughs) Um, but we did post it this week, so be sure to take a listen to our episode about Corpse Bride. I thought we had a pretty interesting conversation about it. Yeah, it was fun. Short, but really good. Um, and then I guess today's episode, we're going to wrap up the month of matrimonious horror films <laughs> and brides and horror and yeah. Yeah. I guess let's start off kind of strong. Yeah. I, de- I mean, and I don't think we've discussed this yet, but I think there's something to be said about what you just said. Matrimonious horror. Yeah. And the idea that, like, marriage is such a horror topic. And I don't even just mean in horror movies. I mean, like, they made an entire TV show about how bad, I mean, love and marriage, the entire thing is commentary on, like, the naggy wife, and it's all this parody of marriage tropes and what it means to be married. And while we do see beautiful shows like This Is Us um, that demonstrate how wonderful, like, love can be, there's so many more things that are just shitting on it. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, and I think it's cool to take that and push it even further in a genre that's, like, known for making commentary Mm -hmm. on things in life and making it, like, oh, you think your relationship is is scary and horrific? What about this? What if you threw this into the mix? What if you had the perfect relationship and this happened to you? Not only that, but, like... Maybe, like, look inside yourself and see why you think you don't have the perfect relationship. Because we see three very strong women in this month. (laughs) Yeah. We have our corpse bride, who we just talked about. And she is... Right. And, and, like, as well as, what, Victoria? And they're these two women that know what they want, and they're strong and they're independent enough to go get it. And then you have this groom... Who the groom character is this kind of bumbling, unable to stand up for himself sort of thing. So that gives you the reflection of like, maybe I have a problem because my woman is so much stronger. And maybe that's a commentary on like men fearing independent and strong women or toxic masculinity, like various versions of that. And then we continue to go back and look at all the films and we can see a trend of what that might really be reflecting within a marriage itself of like, maybe this is what you're worried about. And I bet if we look at, like, when they each come out, oh, my God, this is so exciting because I was not planning on talking about this, and now here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I bet if we, too, look at, like, when they were made 
that is yeah. also commentary on the trend that was going on at that time. And I bet we'd see it in like TV shows and stuff as well. Right. And it's all in all three films. It's all about the power. Mm-hmm. Right. Every man, I guess, unless you look like excluding Victor, but I guess like the other groom who ends up murdering Emily mm-hmm. right in the corpse bride if we include him in the list with Chucky and with um what's his name Alex mm-hmm. in uh ready or not the downfall of these brides all come to fruition with these men who are obsessed with having power and wealth and gain in whatever thing that they desperately need to gain Mm -hmm. in each instance Mm -hmm. and I think it's so tremendously cool to see these brides all go from the most important thing to them being love and marriage and family and all these stereotypically female ideologies of this idealistic married life and that Mm -hmm. being taken away from them and them fighting to be like you know what fuck you fuck Mm -hmm. that I don't need you I certainly don't need this marriage um so yeah you know fuck off and I think it's just so cool to see so many different layers of the discussion of not only marriage but also like stereotypes Mm -hmm. of gender identity and where you Mm -hmm. fall on the line of your expectation in a family setting versus what you want and Mm -hmm. if what you want is vastly different from that how that affects that whole situation going forward exactly yeah I also like along the same lines I also like too the emphasis on like teamwork yeah when the man rejects his wife like we see Alex do in Ready or Not, he literally blows up. Like the entire thing <laughs> yeah. blows up in his face. Well, um, it's more like he's grasping onto it and the second that she gives up on him, mm-hmm. he blows up. Yeah. So it's like in all these stories, the women are led to believe that they need these men to be happy. They need mm-hmm. these men to succeed. They need these men to, to get what they want out of life. But by the end of every single one of these movies, we learn that, in fact, neither one of them needs each other. Or we could maybe go even so far as to say is the men need the women. Mm-hmm. Because if they can't... That's what I was going to say, too. If they yeah. can't prey off of these women, be, then what do they have? Because yeah. in these specific instances, these three men prey off of the women in these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Chucky abuses... Um, Tiffany. Tiffany. I keep wanting to call her Tilly. <laughs> Chucky abuses Tiffany's affections. And, like, as a team, they're fucking killer. <laughs> right. I mean, granted, both of them are abusive to each other. Yes. Um, but it's like when he's accepting her and going along with the things that she wants, it's much more successful. And it, it really does emphasize the whole, like, the woman wears the pants in the family. She gets to pick. Because as soon as Tiffany's like, you know what? No. And then she, like, she kills them. Right. And she's like, this is not, I'm over this. This is stupid. I'm stupid. This whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. 
I mean, she noticed a, a little too late, but she noticed yeah. it nonetheless. <laughs> but that that's also extremely relatable. Like, yeah. And that's a huge commentary in and of itself, too. And I think what it does so well with horror is that it's not doing this lovey-dovey teenage thing of, like, look, this guy is trash, and this is what happens when you don't open your eyes or listen to your best friend. Mm-hmm. But it does it in a way that's, like, fun, and you kind of go away being like, why did Tiffany take so long to dump Chucky? And it's like, right. that's hashtag relatable. You know, like, that's like, something why that's was so she real. still obsessing over him mm-hmm. after he was gone and, like, dormant for so long? She could have just left him alone. Yeah. You know, but clearly exactly. there was some motivation there, um, whether it was love or revenge or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and I bet if we saw another one today, obviously Ready or Not is pretty current, but we would probably see another version. If we saw, like, another version of Chucky and Chucky's Bride, it would be on text messages, like getting drunk and texting your ex. Right. That sort of situation. Because she, I mean, it's, she did the same thing. Right. So it was just, you know ritualistic sort of things yeah. instead. <laughs> yeah. Details. I think a huge takeaway too from this month is a woman a woman can kick ass in a dress and oh, yeah. I think that is it can be taken very literally, but I think it's also a very interesting way to meander into the conversation of like stereotypes and women's fashion and feminine Feminine. identity and masculinity and how all of these stereotypes for so long created people and kind of forced people to fit within these ideologies of what people needed to look like and behave like in society and I think these movies are just another way of like pushing that and being like Yes, but also just because I dress this way or just because I think this way or just because I look this way doesn't mean that that holds me back from doing the things that I need to do and from taking care of myself. And I think that's so cool, especially Mm -hmm. because the films take place in different time periods. So we see a film like Corpse Bride, which takes place in... Victorian times basically where she literally has broken ribs from her dress right (laughs) right like it's this crazy thing and it's just that whole gender play within that time and the play on relationships in general was so cool to see that come through and see that kind of be twisted on its head Mm -hmm. and I guess you see the same thing in Chucky it takes place in what like the 80s the 90s and it's a different level. It's and you, there's even like a bureaucratic or or a, uh, what, like a a social class or like monetary mm-hmm. status difference between the films too. And like through all of them, we see these women persevere and in the end kick absolute ass. And I love mm-hmm. it. I do too. It's refreshing. Yeah. But I love that it's not like really trying to shove that in your face that just is part of the plot line and the storyline and it's part of what they're trying to demonstrate without being like let me shove this down your throat this is important right right which makes it an easier pill to swallow yeah honestly it certainly does hell hath no fury (laughs) like a woman scorned 
for sure. Yeah. It was good. It was a good month. I'm really glad we got to, like, break them each down separately because looking at them all together creates such a wonderful big picture. It does. You're right. Yep. That's it. Yay, yay. Another short, good combo. Yeah. Please. Short but sweet. That's how we like them this year, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Please add to the conversation on Instagram or SoundCloud or email us. Um, You know where to find us. At Real Ghouls. We've got another month of exciting things coming up. I believe next month is our... Senses. Senses. Sense deprivation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where we'll be talking about horror films that force you to let go of something that is just second nature to you in order to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something yeah, to look be a lot forward of fun. to. Yeah, be sure to join us for that. And as always, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, keep it cool. Keep it really cool. Bye. Bye.